It is Sunday, September 15th for us here. We are delighted to have another Sunday full of football, good food, good times, and good beer. And as always, got Austin, Chris, and Adam in here in the studio. I'm going to kick it over to Adam so he can do the uh, agenda for us today. So for today's episode, we're going to cover the poll question that we put out at the end of last week. We're going to do a beer, a new segment called the Beer of the Day. And then we're going to go into Chris has got a question for us today and then Austin's stupid question of the day and then we're going to end on the update on our pick sixes so this let's get this episode kicked off Chris go ahead and take it on for the poll question Alrighty, well we came out with four options and we asked you to end the debate on which would be your go-to liquor of choice with your options being whiskey slash bourbon that's one option Vodka, tequila, and rum, and a total of 35 votes across the three days that we had the poll question out. Which one do you think uh, y'all won? What do you think? I would say vodka probably won that. I don't know. I hadn't I hadn't looked at it. Have you looked at it? Definitely got to say uh, whiskey and bourbon won this one. Austin, do you want to put an opinion in on it? No, there's like it should be a split mix between vodka and whiskey and bourbon. Okay. Well, 43% did go whiskey bourbon. 31% came in with rum, 17% tequila, 9% vodka. Yeah, I'll live in your life. Bro. I was a, I was a little surprised that tequila was that high, but I, 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 I know a few people. Tequila is not a drink of choice, I don't think by <laughs> by this group of people. It's a it's a acquired taste, definitely. It's probably the most like you either love it or you hate it out of that group because well, well and a lot of people only like it because margaritas. Yeah. Alex, you drink tequila pretty well, don't you? No, I don't know where you got your information. No. But tequila, I'll do tequila, but it's like, it's one of those nights where like, if I'm doing tequila, we're, we're doing a lot that night. That's yeah. going to be a lot of drinking on that one. Well, I know like whiskey bourbon is probably your go-to. That was probably your oh, answer. Oh yeah, whiskey bourbon is my answer. But yeah. How about you, Adam? What was it, yours? My, my answer is rum. Probably rum or vodka. My answer is all of them. I just could pick one because like each each one has its own drink and like i'm not a big like i have to drink this i'm kind of like i'll drink what's around so um margaritas on wednesday at, at trivia though is a great time and that's so if i had to lean one way it would probably be wrong yeah i would i actually went wrong easy which, now boy yeah i don't know what you're throwing around over there <laughs> but uh alston's obviously a man of convenience if he opens up a pantry and something's there, he's like, oh, this is what I'm drinking today. Yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely is. It's not like a, oh, they only have whiskey and rum. I'm not going to drink today. It's a, oh, what can we make with whiskey and rum today? Okay, so I've got a question that I can throw into this. If I gave you a credit card that had no limit, you could go to online, any liquor store, wherever, and get one bottle of your favorite thing. It doesn't do your fate. Like it could be like the nicest bottle of that category, the nicest bottle of rum, vodka, tequila, whiskey, whatever you want. What are you going with? Um, I would probably go with like the was it Johnny Walker? Is it Blue Label or Black Label? Whichever. I think, no, I think, I think it's the blue. Yeah, it's the, the blue. Is the high. 
I was yeah, about to say, there's two of them, but I think the blues are the high. I say, whichever the high, I put like the Johnny Walker blue or something like that, you know, like a high-end whiskey boat, because just, that just looks classy when it's sitting up there on your shelf. Okay. You going for the classy look, trying to impress the people. I'm a man of the people, Alex, <laughs> man of the people. Um, I'm probably going with hmm, whiskey or bourbon. And it's gonna be like something from night, like the World War Two or World War One. It's gonna be like something that you can put a historical value to. And I might not even drink it. I might just sit it up there and be like, one day when I'm old and want a lot of money, just sell that thing. Cause you know, like you get a bottle from like the first Jim Beam bottle ever made, or the first Jack Daniels bottle ever made. That's probably not around anymore. But, like, there is some historical Jim Beam bottle or Jack Daniels bottle or whatever it is bottle. They all probably have one made in the first hundred that has been kept and passed through. Yeah. yeah. That's I what got, I would go for. I got no limit, right? No no amount, of, no limit on the amount of money. No, no limit on money. All right, 20-year-old Pappy Van Winkle. The extra special reserve because it's, like, like $10,000 or something for that bottle. But, yeah, the 20-year-old... Paps, that would be the good. That would be the go-to, and I would probably literally only have. I would limit myself to like a glass of it every ten years, maybe. Thirty year, thirty year, Glenn McKenneth. Yeah, I would. I would go for like one of those boys and try to get like the. We can hear that clear as day, kid. What are you trying to eat over there? A fucking Capri Sun. <laughs> I was trying to, trying to do it quietly. I was trying to do it quietly, and then by the end of it, I was like, all right, just rip it off like a fucking band-aid. This is not working. <laughs> like when you're in class, you're trying to open something up, and the teacher keeps looking back, and you're just like staring. You're like, yeah, well, it's not me. <laughs> yep. The teacher turns his head, and you just hear. <laughs> and she turns back around, and you're just still staring at her. So but, I would go with like some of these expensive whiskeys, but try to get like one of their like single barrel selects like some, like they've had somebody go through and handpick the best barrels and get a barrel, a bottle from that but if it wasn't if you're not going for like the most expensive and best bottle what's your like favorite go-to whiskey bourbon vodka whatever what, what's one like you're like i'm gonna get this if i if i feel bougie one day uh, like my go-to um in the vodka realm is tito's it's a good cheap like twenty to twenty five dollars a handle, but uh, still still good vodka, and then um, probably um, Jack Honey. That's that's quite quite good. Tito's made the claim in one liquor store. I saw this um, under the bottle. They said will cause no hangover or something like that, and I was like, that's the dumbest claim ever because in moderation, anyone. Anything will cause a hangover. Um, mine would be Glenn McKenneth, uh, something like Top Shelf. Uh, we used to drink it in Houston when we'd have company events and everything, and it was great. Um, but, yeah, I would go like a Glenn McKenneth. But also, me and Adam at the house have been having Jack Peach. Jim Peach. Jim Peach. Yeah, or Jim Peach at the house, and that has been really good. It's a new thing. You should try it. The Crown Royal Peach is pretty good. We had that yesterday. Not as much as we should have had, but yeah. Yeah, we should have had more. Well, <laughs> I like Basil Hayden's. Uh, it's super smooth. Just the normal bottle can get you like 
you can get like sixty dollars. Then they've got like the selects and the ultra, like the higher level bottles. I need to get my hands on that. But the one I'm trying to look, I'm waiting for, is the uh, Horse Soldier Bourbon Commander Select bottle. So it's after 9-11, we sent in like 100 Special Forces guys, and those guys were like the horse soldiers. There was a movie about them and all that. Well, those guys have their own whiskey company now, and the Commander Select is where the commander of that unit actually goes through and selects like the best whiskeys of their batch, and then like they'll bottle it. And if he signs the bottle, and then the executive officer, the, uh, the second in charge, signs it too, those bottles go for sixteen grand if both those guys put their signatures on that bottle. So I'm, I want to get one of those bottles. Yeah, that's a, it's a it's a twelve year old whiskey. It was aged for twelve years before they come through and handpick each barrel for oh, the the well, select. It's pretty damn awesome. So, uh, Woodford Reserve for me, as far as the the whiskey bourbon selection, um, Tito's is probably the best vodka I've ever had. Nah, just, I'm not Tito's big, is great. I'm not a big vodka person, so uh, tequila. I I don't even. I mean, I literally don't ever drink tequila, so there's no option for me on that. Now the rum. Wow. So definitely, <laughs> definitely Blue Chair Bay is like my go-to favorite rum. Um, and I mean, there's like, I've had the Captain like Hunter Proof and the Special Select, like five-year Captain Morgan and stuff. That's pretty good as well. And then of course, on, when on our honeymoon, we got a, a 20-year-old uh, Appleton Estates bottle from the resort we were at in Jamaica. So that's been a little bit of a special treat, but I mean, I get like just go to. I would probably say Blue Chair Bay as far as the rum, and, I, and again, I did vote rum as my pretty much go to thing. So I love. I mean, it's just the the islands, man. Just the the feel of rum, the feeling of being like on a beach when you're drinking rum. That's that's what I love. So that's my kind of go to thing. So, um, we also, like I said, we're starting a new segment called the beer of the day, and. For today's beer selection, we are going with a Shoreview Lemon Shandy. Came from Aldi's for $6 for a six-pack. So we're going to get all the fellas to take a sip, and then we're going to give our opinion on it as far as, you know, first sip, what what it tastes like, what you think of it, good, bad, this, that, and the other. So, uh, Austin, you uh, kick us off with this one? Yeah, I'll start it off. Um, If you look on the bottle... It has uh, two red chairs sitting on a beach and lemons hanging over the top of them. And I don't think a bottle can show a beer better than this bottle does because it literally tastes like you're sitting in one of the chairs. It is very refreshing. Um, Little lemon flavor. Not a big lemon guy, but it actually is very good for me. Um, It does taste like a lemonade a little bit. And I am fully in on this. This is a really good beer, actually. It's very good for a hot day if you just want something cold and refreshing. So I am a big lemon guy. I love the lemonade cookies from the Girl Scouts to like just any kind of like lemony kind of like just if it's done right, I like it. Uh, this beer is really good. I can see myself taking a six pack of this. Like if I'm going out on a boat and like swimming on the lake and it gets hot and you get out in the water and you drink one of those bad boys. But I do can. Tell that the the quality of the beer is not too great. We this isn't like a high end beer because it, it almost kind of tastes what like a lemon Clorox wipe would smell like. It's it's almost got like that that not like a natural lemon but like the cleaner lemon. That is very true. It, it's still a very good beer, but it's just like, that tastes a little off putting. That uh that that kind of changed my opinion on this beer now because I now taste that. Actually, actually, I think it 
smells more like or tastes like lemon pledge, not. Yeah. Okay. Well, not, lemon, lemon cleaning. Yeah. Lemon cleaning products. Yes, that's it. Now that you. It's still a good beer. Like if I'm probably gonna go buy the uh, and pick some of these up when I go out in the water, and I know I'm gonna be hot because it's it's just quick, easy, and it's gonna be refreshing. Yeah. So. Well, I love Shandies. So, like, I had my very first Shandy in, in uh, Berlin, Germany. And, like, we call them Rattlers over here in America. And uh, and Alex and I were just eating in a German restaurant this past weekend. And uh, and the guy was like, yeah, we got Rattlers. And I was like, okay. So, you know, we tried a Rattler. I thought it was really good. So, what a Rattler or Shandy basically is, is a beer mixed with either lemonade or, like, a lemon-lime Sprite, like a soda. Like one of those and it makes it much lighter much refreshing it's got some carbonation to it things like that so this is i mean this is this is exactly what i kind of imagined a six pack for six dollars from aldi's was going to taste like but i think it like he said i think it's a good lemon shandy and now that you have literally mentioned the lemon cleaning products i now taste it and it almost kind of you almost kind of just ruined it for me now because <laughs> as soon as you said it i had to taste it and i was like Okay, yeah, he is he is kind of right about that actually. So, but yeah, I mean that's what shandies are made for. Hot summer days, you know, sitting on the water, sitting on the beach. I mean, it's definitely worth. I think it's worth six bucks. You think it's worth six bucks? Oh, it's a hundred percent worth six dollars. But uh, I definitely think yeah, this is yeah. No co- point in time did I say it wasn't worth the six dollars. No, I, I, I was just I was just tossing that around. I, I wasn't saying you were saying. Yeah, that. you get done cutting the grass on a hot summer day. You go sit up on the front porch. You grab one of these out your out your refrigerator. It's you know it's nice and refreshing, I, I I think we're all in agreement. We probably would get it again, for six dollars because you know we're financially responsible here. <laughs> exactly. Give your beer a little swirl and look at it in the light. It's got chunks of lemon in it. At least mine does. Yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. So if you're big on lemon like this, this, this would be a good thing. It's a good refreshing. All right, let's get a uh, right one through ten. Ooh. Adam, go ahead and start. Um, I'll give it like a five, a five eight. You know, it's a good middle of the pack beer, not over the top, nothing outstanding, but for six bucks, that'll that'll do that'll do you pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with like a uh, six. Kind of just like a whole, like a whole number of six. It's it's right there. Uh, rookie, rookie, rookie score. <laughs> it's a decent beer, man. I like it. So like, so I'm a big fan of Shandy. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna end up being the highest one. I'm gonna give it a six three. It's something I drink again. It's not something I'm gonna like be like, oh my, I gotta go get this kind of thing. But nothing wrong with it. I love the price point. I think it's completely worth the price point. Like you mentioned. Go, you know, cut, go, go, cut, cut, like, while I'm cutting the grass, I can be drinking one, and then when I get done cutting the grass, I can drink another one and, and be satisfied with it. Uh, I'm going to beat you. I think it's a 6-6. Six, six. Going with a 6-6. Six, six. Um, Is that the amount of alcohol in the bottle? I couldn't find it. That's poor labeling. We need some alcohol content on this bottle. Um, yep, 6-6. Six, six, I think I'm also not a huge craft guy, so, like, this is a good beer for me. Um, still could not find the alcohol content on it. I got it for you. It's four point two. It's mm. a product of Belgium. So That's, it's so uh, it's just like a, a Bud Light. Bud Light has like four point two. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that might even make me go. Uh, I'm gonna stay with the six six, six six. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, six well, six. We're like going Adam, with a six six. Like Adam mentioned, this is something we're going to try and do for at least one of our episodes per week, or maybe even both episodes per week. But grab a beer of the day, make it part of the podcast, make it part of something you guys enjoy. So, um, want to go back to the the poll question. Want to thank you guys for your um, you know participation in it. Again, it it does you know we really appreciate that, especially getting in the votes and especially those of you who short, uh, shared the poll question as well. We will have another one coming up soon. And, uh, and as always, thank you for participating in the poll questions. So, Chris, we're going to roll into um, what your question of the day is going to be. Um, so, if you go ahead and take that over. Okay. So, I tossed it out to Alex uh, on Friday night, and he and I had some discussion about it. And I think this is something that I, I have a bad feeling that all four of us are going to agree on the same thing. So, I've tried to do as much as possible to make sure that it's enticing on both ends. But... Stay with me here. You got two options. All right. You're either going to go to space or you're going to go back in time. Now, here are the rules around this it's a 50 50 shot on whether you come home, anyways. So, whether you go to space, 50 50, whether you go back in time, 50 50. No guarantee of coming home. You're choosing one of the two. If you go to space, you're going to go on like an exploration tour. You got you and your team. You're in a shuttle. You can go do whatever you want. If you want to go inhabit Mars and turn it into a, a population up there, you want to go freaking blow up Pluto, you can do it, all right? So with the history part, you can go back to any point of time before you were born, all right? So you're not going to be able to, one, alter your time or your life, and two, no matter what time frame you go back to, whether it be, I, I don't know, the days of King James to King Tut in, in, in Egypt or whatever, you know, you you can't fight. I mean, you can go fight beside George Washington, but you won't change anything about the Revolutionary War. Like, you can literally show up at the White House on December 5th, 1941, and be like, Pearl Harbor's about to get bombed in two days. Doesn't change anything. It's still going to get bombed. People's still going to die. Everything like that. So, and it's not that you're like a, a ghost or anything. You're literally physically there. You're living. You got to get you something to eat. You got to drink at Samuel Adams Pub. But you're you're not going to change anything about history. So, those are your two options. Who wants to go first? I'll start us off. Um, I will take. I will take the going back in history. Um, I think that would be. I'm. I'm. I enjoy history. Space. And I feel like would get kind of repetitive. Um, all the fake. I don't know. Food that you would be eating would get kind of old real quick. But uh the going back in time, uh I would I I don't know what what time frame I would go back to yet, but I would I'd enjoy going back and and watching and learning and seeing history firsthand and some of the stuff. So, I don't know. I probably go uh the 20s and you know the long 20s prohibition see the rise of like what i guess now is like the modern day mob and watch all that happen and then rolling into like world war ii being old enough to get drafted go out and experience what that was like because that that was probably some of my favorite part of the history is is that little section in time adam would go back to the 20s and create his own jazz band so adam wants to die is what i just heard oh yeah (laughs) i want to be the age where i can get drafted in world war ii and yeah i'm gonna go fight now yeah i'm probably gonna go die percent chance that adam dies in world war ii 100 percent snipe because he picked his head up (laughs) every video game you ever played with adam that's what happened so 
Adam does have a four luck when we play video games. He's just getting scoped from across the map. You remember that time we were playing Fortnite? It was the four of us, and uh, it was just it was down to our squad and the other squad, and they were on the hillside. And like you, me, and Austin are just laying hate up on the hillside, and Adam's back there with a hunting rifle trying to snipe them off the hillside. Yeah, because you want to know what I had a sniper rifle and a hunting rifle. What a, close range? Not a thing. Think I may have had one grenade. I don't remember. Nothing I could do. We got toasted. Nothing I could do to help you in a close range battle. Everything uh. I had, 100 meters plus. But yes, also in the realm of getting sniped in video games was, it wasn't like, oh, he's 50 yards away. No, this was like a 250 yard shot that dude man hit me from a tree as he was falling. Like, it was nothing that ever made any sense that should have ever happened. So it was just bad luck. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Adam. Austin, do you want to go next or Alex? Alex? Yeah, so I want to go back in time as well and experience stuff. I'd like to see uh I would like to see D Day up in Normandy. That's pretty cool. I want to go experience like major events like that and see them firsthand. Would you experience on the ground or would you want to be in like a helicopter just flying over and watching? Okay, it? so first off, if I flew over in a helicopter, everybody'd be like, What the fuck is that? Because those yeah. they weren't around back then. Well you can you can go back in time and it doesn't change anything. Oh what, are you gonna you gonna bring a helicopter back in time with you? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's you. It's all right. Let me, let me. I'll make a limit on that. Let's go ahead and nip this in the butt. It is literally like you, Austin Reeves Williams, going back in time right now. Outfit you got on. Do I get this with me? Yeah, it's gonna do you no good. So I can take my cell phone with me. And it's gonna do you no good. Well, yeah, I guess in the forties there was no internet. No, there was no internet. There was no cell service either. They didn't have cell phones in the forties. But give me thirty minutes before I leave, before I walk through the portal and go back in time. All I got to do is look some things up, take a few screenshots. No, and- you no. That's what I'm saying. You don't like you asked the other day about can can I bet things? You, yeah, if you know what horse won the Kentucky Derby in 1939, yeah, sure you could bet it, but you don't know that. Bet on Apple <laughs> and Microsoft. <laughs> All right, so Alex, please go back to your your statement about going back in time. Yeah, I don't want to go back. I could experience a D Day from the air. That'd be pretty cool. But also being on the ground would be pretty intense as well and just experience like major events like that what are you making that face for a helicopter running around in world war ii no they did not have helicopters uh, they that came out the... like shortly after yeah it was we like, had them in korea it was in like the 60s right yeah i think yes. they were being like designed while we, while world war while, while world war ii was ending i think they were being created because the germans created the first like jet propelled airplane yeah the first fighter jet was actually invented by the germans in world war ii yeah, yeah and then we we shortly after World War Two had the, uh, um, not the Black Hawk, the uh, Black. Uh, no, it's the Huey. Is what it's called. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about helicopters. I'm talking about the um, the the speed plane. The Blackbird was not created until like in the 80s, no, right? No, 70s, I think. Okay, Somebody so get a fact math. check on that. Yeah, 70s is 30 years after World War Two. That's not shortly. Well, no, I said I said like right around the end of 60. Somebody give me a fact check on the I, Blackbird. I, I do have a fact check on the helicopter. They were around during World War Two. I thought they were. Which helicopter? It, this is a very poorly designed, like, late 30s, early 40s design of a helicopter. And for those of you, you know, can't show you, but 
clearly showing the guys a yeah, picture that, of that definitely of looks a, like he'd get shot out of the of sky. An old school helicopter. Give me the AA fifteen surface to grunt, or uh surface to air. <laughs> Done for. The All right, 60s. SR seventy one was first flown in the sixties. Sixties. Uh, okay. I mean so you know twenty years. Relative. Yeah. 15, 15, 15 years, yeah. yeah. 15 years. So, depending on when it was in the 60s, could be 20 years. So, all right, Alex, good for your point? Yep. All right, Austin, roll into uh, your take. Oh, I'm going space. 100%. <laughs> I'm going to be a space pirate out of the movie Martian. Go ahead and at me. Um, I Space is the most interesting thing in the world to me. Um, we know more about space than the ocean. We'll get into that debate later. Um, but do I get endless supplies? Let's put it this way. Do I get endless supplies? Yeah, y'all, you bring enough supplies for 20 years in space. That's not endless supplies. Let's rephrase that. I said, do I get endless supplies? Yeah. All right. Would you, would it make you, all right. So would 30, 30 make you feel better? No, because they're going to live a full life back in town. As long as I would live back in time. So it'd be like 56 years. Yeah, pretty much fifteen. Do uh, does my in does my stuff get to be upgraded like their stuff would be in that time period? Yeah, well, I mean, in space you're going to learn more. You're going to grow. You're going to have technological okay, advances. Great, yeah, yeah. then space, hundred percent. There's like eight thousand things that I could think of to do in space. First off, I'm be like a be like Mark Wahlberg in The Martian. And I'm going to make my little own potatoes because I love potatoes. But uh, I'd be a space pirate. I'd be a space cowboy. Um, I'd create all the new sports games. I'd have to take a big team with me. We, we'd start growing people on you, Mars. you got a group of 100 with you on your major space. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. We could, 100 people can make in – oh, shit. Never mind. That one. In 60 years. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we can make about – 4,000 people in 60 years. Probably more than that. My math right there. What do you mean by make? You, you like genetically growing them? No, no, no. We're like <laughs> making, like on earth, making killed children. You, reprodu- you probably could do more than 4,000. If you double it and double it. Yeah, somewhere around there, 4,000. But uh, no, there's just, there's... Endless things. I have endless amount of fuel. I can go to all these damn different planets. Um, there's no chance of me dying in space, right? If I die, it's on re-entry. No, no, no. There, well, there's there's just as much chance of dying in space as there is back in history. Like, I mean, Adam could go back to the Roaring Twenties, find a mobster, and bam, he's gone. Somebody just pops one right in his head. I'm still going to space. I'd blow up Pluto. Um, <laughs> I'd... I'd do so many things. I'd play golf on the moon. So how I are you mean, getting all these supplies up into space? Oh, it's a giant spaceship. It yeah. ju- just like the, the, the same thing you're fucking portaling into 1945. It's the same gonna, thing. You're just going to feed it into this portal. I, I, I need them. Need 5,000 pounds of bombs. All right, here you go. Into the portal you go. Like, the yep. fuck you mean you're going to blow up Pluto? Oh, <laughs> yeah, now, now, now that's on him. That's, that's on him to figure out. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah, that's on him to figure out in his 50 years in space. All you got to do is if you give, if you give us 50, think, think what has happened on Earth in 50 years. Let's take a little road trip back to 1969. Great number. Um, think about 
the change in our technology and just in everything from 1969. Yeah. Now you put that, the same thing into space. Like, there would be fucking skyscrapers in space. We'd be mining the fuck out of some shit. We'd probably find way too many things that we shouldn't find. Um, Hell, I might even find the first alien. That's already been discovered. It's it. It's in uh, Area Fifty One, which is getting raided in how many days, Alex? Uh, five. I was gonna bring that up. Fuck five y'all. Days that's my here. question. September twentieth. That's my question of the day. Well, let's let's just roll right into it. Well, I want to hear Chris's opinion real quick. I, I'm I'm kind of with I, I'm I, I mean I posed the question and I tried to make it as fair as possible, but I'm still wanting to go back in time. I want to experience. Actually, instead of going back, Adam's got a great time period: twenties, depression, World War Two. 50s and and you know the baby boomers and all that stuff like that's a great time period to kind of experience none of y'all want to be a fucking pirate yeah that's what i was gonna go for man none of y'all want to be a fucking pirate absolutely like, absolutely black beard out here like i would i would colonize nassau so quick i mean absolutely I would own the disgusting individuals oh uh, you yeah. get you yeah. never shower you live on a ship like that sounds like miserable. there's one there's one problem we can't alter history, so your piracy is not going to do anything. You can't colonize. No, but I would. I would. You enjoy can't the, capture would, all that money. You won't fine, be able to you, do anything. That's fine. You blowing the fuck up. You getting rich as hell. Like pirate. You're not getting rich as hell because you're taking someone's money to get that, and you got to be altering history. Yeah, but that's true. but you would still, you would still reap the benefits. How? It's the same thing with sports gambling. He said sports gambling gambling was legal. That's not changing history. That game, if you know the outcome of Super Bowl two, but it's changing your history and Vegas's history. They, not really. That's yeah. you getting rich. I'm not stealing it's, well, somebody I mean, else. Like it's the same thing as stealing money what, from someone else. But like, it's not. That's, right. still, that's altering someone's financial ability, and that's altering their life. Well, all, Alex, if you killed somebody in World War II when you were storming D-Day that no, wasn't I ne- supposed I to said, die in I that never, point. I never said I was storming. I said I would love to observe it. But but if I'm betting a $10 million bet on someone that I already know is going to win, that's going to make – Vegas pay me out ten million. That's putting Vegas financials at the same risk as the other financials. See, it's different though. That's different. You're not you're not gonna hurt Vegas with that bet. Bullshit. If you make a ten million dollar bet in nineteen forty, Vegas is crumbling. So my thing is, where are you getting that money from, too? Yeah, it's you hit a couple of bets and then bam, you're up there. Oh, okay. All you got to do is hit like a plus four hundred. Austin, what what bets do you know from the nineteen forties? Um, I first off, I'd would be the twenties. I'd bet the Babe Ruth trade because no one in the fuck saw that coming. That had already happened. It was nineteen fourteen, I think. I thought it was nineteen twenty. Might be nineteen. It was somewhere around there. But um, so I'd go with that. Um, I would bet every year against. Boston to win a title because that was like 100 years in a row. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. I guarantee you, you could bet Babe Ruth to be the home run leader in the five years in a row in which he did. Um, you could, hell, betting the Yankees back in that day where it's like a half the chance you win it because um, they won from. The 30s in the yeah. 30s, yeah. They won like at half of the 30s. Um, All right, good enough. I just wanted you to prove a little bit. Yeah. So, 
Um, Strictly baseball, though. So I'll, ch- I'll change mine then. Instead of being a pirate, I'll go back to the Revolutionary War and, and experience the... Oh, yeah. Let's stand in a line and let bullets come flying oh, at us. No, no, Sounds no, no, like a no, great time no, period. No, 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 no. I just kind of wanted to just go drink at Samuel Adams Pub. You'd be the, you'd be the cannon man. I would be the cannon you'd man. You'd sit in the back and just I, launch I hot would. balls at people. I would, too. That'd be so awesome. So, Dude, freaking redcoat. Space pirate, <laughs> space cowboy. Um... Don't forget about Space Cadet. Space Cadet. <laughs> yep. um, Space Force. I'd be Buzz Lightyear. Space Force. <laughs> I would be uh, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> founded by Austin Williams. Space Force. <laughs> you know how many games you can make? Like, think about all the sports we have now. Now, think about sports you can make. In zero gravity? In zero gravity. Uh, probably not a lot. <laughs> like, jumping off walls and shit? You could have fencing. That would be an epic game of dodgeball. You ball. could have fencing in three or in zero gravity. Okay, uh, dodgeball would suck up there because you can't throw you the can't ball. Throw hard. Yeah. Can't throw it hard. Can't throw it hard. Fencing, sword fighting, in a cage. Lightsabers. In a cage. In zero gravity. It'd take it back almost to like that. Uh, that Nazi zombie mode where you were on space. We were on the moon. That, oh, yeah, that map sucked. God, fuck I hated that map. I'd have to create. We'd have to create new weapons. Food system. I'm not worried about. All you gotta do is watch the Martian movie. That's exactly how to do it. Um, yeah. I, I there, there's just you, you wouldn't get bored in space. There's there's way too many things you could try. So speaking of space, Austin, what's your stupid question of the day? All right. Uh, my question of the day is about the Area 51 storming that is supposed to happen Friday, September 20th. Um. Easiest question here. I need someone to a design it for you, design the attack, and I need you to build your army. You get three different types of people in your army. You need a leader, three different types of people. You get that multiplied, and two different types of guns. So I'll go ahead and say mine. Um, Albert Einstein is going to be designing the attack. Smartest motherfucker I ever. Um, either him or Sir Isaac Newton. One of those two. What do you mean by design? Like, I'm trying to lay out a battle plan, and you're going to get a physicist to lay out a battle plan. Yep. Dumb. Yep. Yeah, retarded. That's what I'm going with. Um, my first type of people is going to be The Rock. My second type of people is going to be, um, God, shit, I had this one. So to clarify, your people are all going to, like your first type of people, the first hundred of your 200 soldiers are going to all look like the rock. Yep. All okay. the rocks built. Okay. That's all, all right. it's going to be. Um, my second type of people are going to be Yodas. They're going to be little short guys that are very athletic. Yodas. Um, this has no boundaries, by the way. You can go as deep as you want into anything you know. Any, um, And my third type of people are going to be... Uh, God, what's his fucking name? What's John Wick's name? Like, real name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. And my two types of weapons are going to be... Um, shit, I knew... I forgot them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Adam just said jetpacks and lightsabers, but no, um, they're gonna be uh, stun grenades the size of atomic bombs, 
and uh, <laughs> Gatling guns, Car- carryable Gatling guns. All right, so none of that is any what feasible. So you guys are dead instantly, done for. I have rock the rock. I have a hundred. All right, cool. Of the Dwayne, rock can't take a thirty out six to the forehead. <laughs> he has a fucking Gatling gun. Who the fuck is gonna sit there with a sniper trying to shoot his ass when he's spraying and praying with a Gatling gun? All right. Well, that was just ridiculous on Austin's end. Um, as far as a leader and it just all of that, all of that was nonsense. Um, as far as a a battle planner and somebody to lay out my my attack plan. Alexander the Great, one of the greatest tacticians, one of the greatest army generals of all time. He's laying out my battle plan. Um, two types of people. Uh, three types of people. Three types of people. Um, let me get. Let me get like an army of Aragons from Lord of the Rings, freaking absolute warriors. Um, let me get. Let me get the Mongolian horse riders. We can just quick as hell on the horses. Vicious creatures of individuals. You know, they were they were just savages. And then um let me go probably let me get like the Marine Sniper Corps. Just just hide out in the mountains and just shoot people from miles away. Just drop the guards. You got two weapons. One of them now has to be a sniper, of that's, course. That's fine, yeah. Get get like the the Bayet fifty cal sniper in there. Give that, and just let them sit up there and just pick people off one by one. Um. Yeah, and then probably a Gatling gun, just to, because of the sheer amount of volume of bullets you can put down range. So you're doing double fifty cal. Pretty much. Well, fifty the, cal Gatling gun and then fifty cal. Uh, it's not really a 50 cal Gatling. I think it was it 25 millimeter. Mm, you, there are 50 cal Gatling guns. No, uh, they're they're smaller than that. A lot smaller. Mm, there's some that are. You have to you have to specially make them. But I've seen one that are specially made. Okay. I ca- I can't carry a 50 cal Gatling gun. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like I'm yeah. not gonna be able to carry got a great that body strap on. I gotta shoot from the hip. <laughs> What is that complete Adams? Dwayne the jo- Rock Johnson can. Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, that kind of completes my. So, right. so it shoots 308 bullets. So the M134 mini gun is what y'all are talking about, shoots 308s. Yep. All right. Go ahead and add that to my weapon spree. Um whew, All right, three people. Well, we're going uh the Spartans from the 300. Uh, I'm going to get 100 of those guys. Um they're absolutely ready to die. And uh, what? I was just gonna say there are 50 cal Gatling guns, but they're on the A10s. Yeah, they're they're on the A10s or they're on the oh they're, they're on, on the, a they're fucking on the vehicle or a plane. Yeah, or a helicopter. Yeah. Ooh, not you can't carry it. Can't, okay, yeah, you All can't right. carry it. All right. Can I get a plane, Olson? Am I allowed to bring in? A- no. Oh, bitch. Uh, that is the one exception. You cannot. Fucking- I would lay some hate with that shit. <laughs> you cannot bring a fucking oh. plane. Okay, so uh, the Spartans. Because a a the the idea uh, is get inside without destroying the place, so you can find out what's inside. So a plane 
doesn't really give you any good unless you're really tight with where you're dropping them. Yeah. All right, give me a hundred of Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Right, those guys, those guys would look like they're ready. He's he's ready to go into battle. Does he have a beer in hand? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a beer in hand and the freaking Gatling gun on the on the other hand. So why are we why are we limited to a hundred? You said three. As many of you want. Yeah, yeah. Types. It's it's just three types. Chris. Yeah, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. No, I, just, I thought that it was a hundred of each. But, but anyways, but they're equal. So you have the equal amount. That's so fine. say say you have an army of thirty three percent this, thirty three percent this, thirty three percent of that. You okay. have an army of about. How many have signed up? Like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I thought it was like a million people. I thought it like, got to a yeah, million. it's almost. I think it's, I got it to a million people. So you have four hundred thousand of each. Okay, that's fine. That's oh fine. yeah, I could I could lay some hate with some marine snipers if I had four hundred thousand marine <laughs> snipers. Um. All right. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, the Spartans, and what do I want my third to be? I I want a part of the greatest generation that Storm D Day. Those guys are ready to die too. So I'm sending a bunch of people to their death anyways. Might as well go ahead and get all of them that type. And going back to that generation, I'm taking Eisenhower as my uh, my battle strategy plan guy. And uh, who's the guy that did uh, created Tesla? What's his name? Gronin? No. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. He didn't he's, invent Tesla. He's just now the CEO. He's the of CEO. It. Oh damn. He's a fucking alien. Tesla is actually named after the guy Tesla. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's he's inventing my weapons. I'm, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him come up with. Uh, you know what? No, we're just gonna go mortar team. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a mortar team as my second set of the weapons. So I got an idea. Are you attacking Area 51 like uh, um, oh fuck, what was that movie? Oceans, Oceans Eleven. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to sneak in there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to blow the front door down. Are you? Are, no, but like, think about if you attacked it like underground. I mean, they, of course they have radars and stuff like that that monitor ground activity. But like, a little sneak attack down up under and then pop out like five feet away from the place. No, no, my guys are opening the front door and they're just walking in. When when you said Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk in big news is basically making digging up under all major cities and making like new subways and new things to limit traffic. He's making a hyper tunnel, supposed to travel at like hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah, apparently it's coming to Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, Michigan, and apparently what would take you 45 minutes to get to the uh, airport will take you three. And what he said is, I'll build it. At my own cost, but afterwards, I get to set the price, and I get all the money from it. And the city kind of just said, yep, I, good deal. Yeah, Detroit needs that. They're already broke anyways. He'll make a shit ton of money. All right, so I'm kind of surprised no one's gone with this, but I've already got the three groups. Give me the Marsoc Marine Raiders, Navy SEALs, and a whole bunch of Rangers. And I'll get the M4, because the M4 can either go assault, that's like an assault weapon, or you can put a scope on it, make it a sniper rifle, and then gonna get me some uh, some uh, rocket launchers, and that's it. And those boys are just gonna wreak havoc on Area 51. All right, who's your leader? You're big. You're a big military guy. Who who is it? I'm gonna go with Patton. Yeah. I've always liked Patton. No so fun. You, no so you no regards with, for anything. You went with straight real life. What are we gonna hit them with? Basically. Yeah. If you give me. All the snake, all the seals, all the Marsoc Raiders, and all the Rangers. I don't think there's anything that could hold those guys back. Yeah. What What is it? You said almost a million of those too. Probably. Yeah. 
Can I can I switch? All right, switching my second weapon. What is the uh, what's the gun Bucky's got in Winter Soldier? That's got the grenade launcher attachment to it. Just a, I don't know, but it's got M- an M16 with the M203. Yeah, okay. I'm taking yeah. that. that. That's my second weapon along with the Gatling gun. I just, I don't see what these people think, like, physically would happen if you stormed Area 51. They're going to get bullets to the face. You got all the Naruto runners out there. They can run faster <laughs> than bullets. What are you talking about? Right, Kyle. Kyle's out there. Go drink a monster and just storm Area 51. It'll run straight at it. Just straight at it. I love the I love the memes where it's like the guard sitting on base and all of a sudden he hears three hundred thousand monsters crack open out in the desert and then like it's like that Mr. Krabs meme where he's like all blurry and he's looking around like what the hell? The, the Area Fifty One memes have been great. I hope you know if this realistically happens, it will be the fastest we've ever killed two hundred thousand people in the in ever. Yeah, the part that kills me is people are they're like, oh, they won't kill American citizens. It's like you're trying to storm the one of the most top secret bases on the U.S. They will just straight up drop you if you try to get on there without access. It's it's against the law. You're warned. Of, it's not like a, well, they didn't tell us they would kill us. Like no, it's like there's plenty of signs up saying do not trespass. Like you're not even allowed within like miles of the base there before you get like caught up by like a security guard. They're fighter jets for this base have a response time of under two minutes it will take you to just get onto the property from the edge of the property to the base it will take you at least 15 to 20 minutes unless you're an app like even if you're a five minute mile person for three miles because like from the base to actual edge of like their walls or their uh boundaries is like two to two and a half miles so, as of yesterday, 2.1 million people have said they are storming Area 51. Now, granted, if 2.1 million people show up and run at a single spot on the base, they will win because that's just 2.1 million people. That's a lot of bodies. No, they won't. You know what the U.S. will do? They'll probably bomb Area 51 and just say, fuck it. We don't want the, we don't want shit to come out because I, if it's this top secret, and someone bought a it's not this top secret it was this top secret back in the 60s when it originally no, it's still a top secret government facility no it's still a top secret but i guarantee you i would bet every dime i have the the most top secret thing we have military wise is not in area 51 it's in somewhere in the fucking idaho land out there under the ground that no one knows of it's called area 52 it's under a cornfield, probably. Probably, like it's in a silo. Okay, in the middle of Nebraska. Okay, everybody <laughs> has known about Area Fifty One since the late seventies, eighties, somewhere around there. It was it was big in the forties because that's where we developed the Manhattan Project, which was ultimately the nuclear bomb. So there's no chance that we have kept all of our highest top secret things in a base for fifty years. In which people know where it's at. Like, it's just not physically possible. The The U.S. Army and U.S. military and all this is smarter than to leave everything out in plain sight. Because what happens if this raid really happens and really works? I think Era 51 has the perfect cover story that all this stuff is alien technology. Like, oh, it's aliens, it's aliens. The U.S. government's going to say, yeah, it is aliens because they don't want other countries to know that we have that technology. Think about that. That's a perfect cover story saying, oh, nope, that's just alien technology that 
these wackos are saying that they saw, but in real life, it's actually something that we have that's flying around doing all that. So in this article, it does say that Bud Light has sponsored a event in they, they Las made a Vegas. They made a can. It's like a green and black can with an alien head on it. There, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a music fest and all that stuff. There's gonna be parties down there, but it's just people are just gonna show up to that. They're actually not gonna storm the base. If Area 51 was smart and the military was smart, they would help create that event, kind of like have like a Area 51 Woodstock, and they'd kind of like like do like little like small like info shots or like tours of like certain areas, but like. I don't know. It's a good it's a good PR move that the military's got if they go out there and help with that that music fest. Yeah, I agree with that, but I don't know. I, realistically, how many people do you think storm Area 51? Uh, at the Zero. end of the year, at Zero the end of the year, how many how many people there's, get arrested? There's already people getting arrested. Yeah, but at the end of the year, how many of the people do you think get arrested for being on Area 51's property? I say uh, being on property, yeah, uh, quite a bit. But as far as storming Area Fifty One, Z- nobody's actually going to try and run the gates of Area Fifty One. I believe we arrest over eight thousand people. I think we have a lot of dumbasses in this country, and I really think there's going to be some people that are actually believing that this is going to happen. There's probably people that have went and spent at least three hundred dollars in preparation for whatever this is. It's it's worldwide news. You definitely need to stay tuned on Friday. Or is it supposed to be Thursday night, Friday morning? Isn't that what's supposed to be? It's like two a.m. or three a.m. or something like that. I'm not quite sure to be honest with you. I can't remember the time. Just, just some day, some time on the twentieth is what you're looking for. But what a what a move by whoever started that. He's come out and said he meant it as a joke, and it's taken off so much that he's actually like scared now. Oh, yeah, he's 100% scared his ass is going to get arrested for planning an attack on a U.S. military base. All right, so what's next on the agenda? We're looking at our updates on our pick sixes going into Sunday football. So I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, Yesterday, I had four college games, and I took the Iowa State plus two and a half. They were... At home against Iowa yesterday, um, for the longest time it was seven to three, and then they went to a weather delay, and they came back several hours later. Um, but Iowa State ended up losing eighteen to seventeen on a muff punt. But because the spread was two and a half, they covered. Um, unfortunately, South Carolina did lose to Alabama yesterday. They did. South Carolina looked hella good, though. Hella good. A lot for, of ups. A lot of ups to that game. For for the uh, for as close as that game was in that first half, we played very bad. Like, if you go back and look at that game, South Carolina had it's the game of what if because there was what two touchdowns that were called back and all that stuff. We had we had a touch. We had a guy get stopped by the one who was really in. But at, it was late in the half, so we were trying to go hurry up because we were worried about time. We should have just spent a timeout, had him look at it. He got in. Um, we had a fake field goal from about the 30-yard line that we ran in for a touchdown. There was a holding call on it, and I'm not I'm not saying this just as a Carolina fan. It was an iffy holding call. I mean, there was a little bit there, but I don't think it should have been called. 
I'll say this: it was it was it holding? Yes, but w- did it actually even really affect the play? I mean, that guy's not fast enough to track him down fifteen yards, like on the other side of the field. That's I my mean, there biggest was, thing there about holding. There was so holding. much separation between they, they where he was holding. They will sometimes call holding on like the opposite carrier. side of the field, and it'll be on the opposite side of the field. It has no effect on the game. Why call it? Why call that holding? Because it's not like he technically was holding, but it, it's not because he was doing it in like a malicious intent. Like I, I mean, there was there was a play in the second quarter where Javon Kinlaw blew up the right guard, and literally the right guard had Javon Kinlaw by his jersey, pulling him down slowing him down for his ability to get to Tua, who was rolling out to his left. Now, so, uh, later in the game, he had the same play and ended up blowing up the right guard again and getting Tua for a sack. But, I mean, it was like, why Why did – all right, so why are you going to call holding on a play where South Carolina's holding a guy 15 yards from the ball carrier who's already got the first down? I mean, he was turning the corner. There was no way that was that guy was going to catch him down anyways. I get he's a kicker. Don't get me wrong. But e- even if he catches him – He's catching him what at the two, the two yard line, the three yard line. I mean, he was already had so much separation. But you don't call the holding on the defensive tackle that is within three yards of the quarterback. Who I promise you, I've seen how athletic Javon Kinlaw is. Can sack Tua if he's not being held by his jersey by the guard that's laying on his back. So that that's kind of what frustrated me. And a lot of people will agree with this. There's so many like, there's so many iffy calls from yesterday's game. So either way, after that little rant by Austin Chris. Um, the thing is, I needed the over of 61 and a half, and we were sitting there late in the fourth quarter with 56 points, 40 to 16, and I was, I was in need of a touchdown, and Alabama delivered, unfortunately, and so I did get my over, but then Carolina did go down and score and covered the spread. So that was that was end up a good one for those who may have took the spread, but I took the over, so I hit on that. Um, I took the NC State West Virginia over of forty five and a half. Pretty low over under I thought for that game. Um, West Virginia about covered it themselves with forty four points. So NC State had twenty two, so we got the over on that. And then Maryland, as good as they looked in the first two weeks, I was taking them against Temple at seven and a half, and they lost. So I'm sitting at one loss going into today with two games left. So, so you're three and one. I'm three and one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm two and one. Lost the Arizona over last night. That was a miserable game to watch. They had six turnovers in like the first half. It was literally the crappiest game of football I've ever seen. Um, won the Ohio State. They absolutely blew the fuck out of Indiana. Um, uh, yeah, it was fucking 51 to 10. <laughs> you never run. It was a joke. Yeah. yeah, they destroyed them. And last second touchdown, or not last second, last two-minute touchdown in the Oklahoma State game covered that on the back end. Um, that was a game for in which – uh, they were playing for someone. Their longtime super fan had just passed away at the age of 80, um, and they were playing for him. So always when there's something emotional like that, take the team. They normally rebound. They normally play very good. Um, so, yep, I'm 2-1. and one. I have three games left on the NFL. I'm going to kick it over to Chris. So I am 
make sure I say this right. Yep, three and one. We got uh, Ohio State, like you said, beat the crap out of Indiana, which is not a surprise. Ohio State actually looks really freaking good. Oh, and another team that looks really freaking good that I took is Oklahoma minus the twenty three and a half. They covered as well. Both of those teams are starting to really look like playoff teams. I mean, th- those look like teams that can hang with Clemson and Alabama and, and Georgia. I mean, those those are actually teams that look really good right now. Followed Adam. We took Maryland. Maryland looked really good in the first two weeks. And Temple, honestly, like if you watch some of the highlights from that game, Temple hit Maryland in the mouth. And I think that's what really kind of threw Maryland off. Is is Temple came out swinging like they're trying to be an SEC team, hitting people in the mouth all day, all day, all game. But and then Hawaii over at fifty eight and a half. I mean, that was literally one of the easiest picks I think I'll get all freaking year. Hawaii was at Washington. I had faith in Hawaii putting up about twenty. They put up twenty, and then of course Washington dropped a nice fifty two spot on them. So not only did it cover, I mean that thing freaking covered by fifteen points. So and then with uh, two NFL day, uh, two NFL games today. So we were all in. Austin's at two and one. You're at three and one. So you and I are at the same record. And then. Uh, I'll toss it over to Alex to talk about his. Okay, so started off with a lot of scrutiny from the boys for making my two of these picks that I'm that I covered on. They said there was no way in hell was going to happen because they just don't have faith. They don't have faith like I do. Okay, Georgia minus thirty two and a half. They won fifty five nothing. I I'm not a math major, but I'm pretty sure that's a cover. I didn't give you shit for that one. I've been taking Georgia all year to cover big spreads. So, no, I I agree with that one. The only thing worried me is, I don't know if you saw it, if you have not seen it yet, go look at what Georgia did for the Arkansas State's co- uh, coach. Yeah, they did the pink out. Cause it's, yeah, but but no. it's, it's Arkansas State. I, I don't uh, care how I know, much momentum you have. Go, go watch that. That is a very good video. It is very moving. Sports Center put it out. Yeah, go look that video up. Uh, Georgia accommodated Arkansas State's head coach, uh, lost his wife to breast cancer. So they did a little pretty cool thing that they did for her. The next one I got a lot of crap over uh, was the Bama over as well, the South Carolina Bama over. Austin at the tailgate told me there was no way in hell that that was happening. I bet that game, so I don't know what you're talking about. I said that Carolina was not going to cover. I said it was going to be 56 to like 10. Oh, and also, do y'all remember the score I predicted? Do you remember? I remember you said like 40-something to 20-something. So you were you were very close. I on. said 45-28, and I missed by barely less than five points on both sides. I think I said like 52 to 28 is what I went, and so we were right there together. But I was asking the whole day, does Carolina score uh, – was it uh, the over-under for Carolina's points was 24 for me. Did they score more than 24? And uh, and several of you all said 24. And I was like, all right, well, yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. If you took that over, if it wasn't for that those last two last-second touchdowns and if it didn't win over, you would have been the most pissed-off fucking gambler ever because the amount of opportunities. Like I said, we had two – Two touchdowns called back, which in, ended up in no points. So that's 14 more points. And we got stopped in the red zone, and we went for it and didn't kick a field goal. We got stopped there. So that's possibly of like 17 points that were taken off the board. So if it wasn't for that last second, co- like that late cover on the – on A, on the South Carolina bet and on the over, like you could have really been pissed off. Yeah, that's that was my thing. Like South Carolina did play really well. They've had those – a lot of points that they left on that they got taken off the board that they should have had. But the next bet I had 
was Navy winning by seven and a half against ECU. I don't know if you boys checked the score on that one, but Navy won forty-five to ten. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, so oh, and I'm I'm undefeated right now. Yes, Adam. Picks. Yes, Adam. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Not not only did Navy win, but the Citadel also beat Georgia Tech uh, in overtime, twenty-seven to twenty-four. But what I was going to say is all nine U.S. service and uh, senior military academies won yesterday. So Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, A&M, Virginia Tech, VMI, Citadel, and Norwich all won their football games yesterday. Coast Guard has a football Coast, game? Yeah. Oh, I'm Coast Guard we has an academy. They have an academy. It's up in Connecticut. The huh. they don't play, five? They don't play the, the triage, though. They don't do play they, Army, Navy, Air Force. Do they wear pads? Like do they or they play flag football? They play flag football with uh, a <laughs> swimmies on. D D sixteen. Goddamn puddle pirates. A, all the puddle pirates. But yeah, no. So oh, VMI doesn't count. Correct. To, to, the ads do not count. <laughs> to any Coast Guard listeners, I apologize. That was just a joke. We we don't actually mean it. But yeah, so all all nine of the U.S. academies and senior military academies. I'll probably run triple option outside of A and M as well. Um. Virginia Tech's considered a senior military. Oh no, academy. never mind. They don't run triple option. So, but yeah, they they uh they won. So that was that was a pretty cool stat. So yeah, I'm I'm three and zero. I've got the Patriots winning by nineteen, the over of that game, and then the Colts minus three. You know, uh, Bill Belichick has never covered a twenty point spread. That's why I took the Dolphins plus nineteen and a half. Granted, I I think he breaks but, that. I think he breaks that streak today. Yeah, Don't they are they are might, pissed off might, of the Dolphins. He might. They are pissed off. The Dolphins. Yeah, this is the first time they played since the miracle in Maybe Miami. He's on the field today too, isn't he? He is on the field today. Uh, yeah. Uh, not big on. We'll him, see but, how much he plays. Though. I'm not saying it's gonna be the factor. I'm just saying it's gonna open yeah. up a passing uh, game for the other guys. I mean, on New they, England. Oh, let's be real. There shouldn't be a factor in that game. It should be like uh, five stars playing against three stars, kind of like that. Second half of the Bama South Carolina game, but yeah, that's an interesting little fact. Um, it also came out; it, it was the same fact like last year or last week. Uh, Nick Saban has never covered covered a fifty, 50 point, point spread. spread, so I think that gets broken this week. Okay, and uh, I think we're going to try to spin the wheel today at the the football game. We've got the wheel of punishment ready to go. You boys cool with that? Yeah, that's fine. We gotta put the punishments on it. Yeah, I'm about that. Yep. Okay. And um I think I think we're gonna wrap it up here because we got football to watch. One game of the week, NFL. Let's hear it. Like which game do I wanna watch? Yeah, what's it gonna be the best game? Oh, Ram Saints. The it's back in uh is it back in New Orleans or is it in, in LA? In LA. Oh, that doesn't matter. It's still going to have a lot of yeah, controversy I'm going, behind I'm watching, it. Yeah, I'm watching that game. I want to see the, the Saints destroy them because they're pissed off. Let's see. That's probably got, that's got to be like the game of the day or the game it, of the week. It, it is. It's the 4 o'clock game of the week. Um, I'm going a different route. I, I, I don't think this is going to be watched as much, but I think it's going to be the most competitive game. I think the Saints win by like 400. So go ahead and lock that bet in. Um, but uh, Pittsburgh, Seattle. I think both teams are about the same. Both teams didn't have great week ones. Pittsburgh's pissed off because what happened. I think that's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a 27-24 game. I'm hoping my boys in, uh, from the Berg can pull this one out. I, I think it's going to be a 24-24 20, to 
seven or twenty eight, somewhere around in that range. And a, a really, another interesting game that's going to be a, a kind of a real offensive show, and it's going to show you something different than like what most NFL teams do. They have Arizona and Baltimore playing today. Cliff Kingsbury's kind of spread it out offense. He's got going with Kyler Murray plus the triple option, whatever you want to call it for Baltimore. I think that's going to be a pretty interesting game to watch. I All can't. Right. I can't decide if they're going to score eight hundred points or that. Or if they're they're going to score, score forty four, eight points in that. Yeah. Like it could go either way. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be it. We need to go watch some football. Yep. Drink till, some beer. Till next time, fans. Eat good food. Yeah. Hey, uh, have fun. If if you have a beer of choice, let's go ahead and uh, we'll drop a poll question, write in answer. Drop us a beer to try. We're going to make a long list, and we're just going to slowly go down the list. Each podcast, we'll try. Try to, try to get something crazy. Like, if you if you recommend Bud Light, Miller Light, like the normal domestic beers, we're just going to ignore you because we've all had those. We weren't, we're trying to expand the beer horizons. Yeah, somewhere near the South Carolina area. if Or available at, like, a Total Wine or a Greens or something like that. Yes. So, uh, give us a beer, and we'll rate it and try it.